Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could. Thank you for joining. We have a very, very special show this week. We are sharing the Spicy Pecan podcast with Gay Monologues. I have Krisha here. Hey, Krisha, how are you? Hey, Nina, I'm good. I'm doing very well. Very excited to be on here with us, your podcast, Spicy Pecan. Yes, I am super excited to have you. Um, You're going to be doing a little teaching, (laughs) even though a lot of this stuff I should know. Today's episode is the starter kit to lesbianism. These are the movies, the shows, the music that basically helped us find our little bitty lesbian legs (laughs) so that we can go from crawling to walking. Um, So, uh, yeah, I guess you ready to just start? Yeah, so I guess the most important ones, I think, I'm glad you started with this, movies. Yes, yes, Lifesavers. When I was, hadn't come out yet, I had no gay friends, I knew no gay people, didn't even remember growing up around any gay people that were out. Um, So these, you know, these things that we're going over literally helped you know me understand the culture you as well yeah this is kind of how we find our you know like our identities and things so um let's kick it off I'll start off if these walls could talk too you got Ellen DeGeneres you haven't seen it (laughs) no (laughs) oh my god it's it's one of those movies where it's like a uh longer vignettes and you're following I think it's three or four different stories um in the past and the present I think it was made in like the 90s um but it's so good you guys have to check it out Ellen DeGeneres is in there Sharon Stone uh you know all oh my god cast. Sharon yeah, Stone yeah no, okay really that's good. that's going on my list <laughs> Loving Annabelle oh sorry you haven't seen Loving Annabelle oh no. my gosh Loving See, Annabelle. I feel like you have more to teach me <laughs> Loving Annabelle, you can see how how deep in the closet I was, right? I'm like, <laughs> every damn movie. Um, Loving Annabelle is about this like love affair with a teacher and a student, which is so inappropriate. Um, but, you know, <laughs> super inappropriate now that I'm even like saying it. Um, but it is like a really cool love story, you know? So definitely um, suggest that one. What about Kissing Jessica Stein? I considered watching this and I watched the trailer, but I didn't really like the storyline because like it didn't seem nice. It seems a little clunky, but it actually, it's really funny. And it does, it does pretty much, you know, it goes along like it does. I was just worried that like this straight girl was using this lesbian for like an experience and then she just moves on and forgets about it and I was hurt for that lesbian so I was like no I'm not I'm not going to support this film but all of us have had some type of straight girl crush that ended in disaster (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I think we're all just us? remembering the pain right now. <laughs> what about saving face? I think you no? have to refresh my memory on this one. It sounds saving, very familiar. Saving face is, I don't remember the actual, I want to say they were Korean. Um, I can't remember the actual background, but very strict Asian families, <laughs> two separate families. Um, one of them a little more lax than the other, but it's basically about, you know, how they kind of talk to their parents about it and come out and things like that, like deeply in the closet. One of the oh, girls is, was. Is this on Netflix? It's on Netflix. I'm almost pos- I'm almost positive. And the one girl was a doctor. The other one was a dancer. Oh, so even their personalities was it's such a cute love story. It really is like that's one of my favorites. It's so okay. Cute. So I'm adding kissing Jessica Stein. If these walls could t- basically every, every everything. Yeah. yeah, you just have to have like a lesbian weekend and, you know, just just watch them all. All right. Um, Bound is a little more old school. Uh, it's I think it's like early 90s. And um, I don't even remember the plot, but it's always on those like top 10 because there's not really that many list yeah. movies, but it's always on that like top 10 list. Um, some pretty steamy scenes in there, some pretty steamy, uh, you know, getting together scenes. So that one's that's always a good draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's interesting. All right, I'm going to let you take it over. I feel like I'm talking too much. Well, okay, this next one, A Secret Love. I've heard so much good things about it. It's a documentary about this lesbian couple that's been together for 70 years. And oh, no I one did really... see that. Yeah. That was and so good. Did you cry? Because I'm scared of crying. I don't I like to cry. I didn't cry, but one of, the, one of them I did not like through like most of the documentary. And then towards the end, you start to kind of understand a little more why she is the way that she is. Um, But if you want to watch a story about people, you know, lesbians growing old together, because a lot Mm -hmm. of us, especially me, I'm constantly seeing like breakups, (laughs) makeup to breakups, speeding into relationships, zooming out. Um, This is like what everybody is striving for you know good because honestly all the lesbian couples I know always end in some kind of cheating and I'm just like yeah what are we doing oh, what's no, going on somebody I don't play none of that yeah are, are we <laughs> all just like bound to to end up alone or go through multiple partners I'm fucking scared me too I am too I feel like I am just like moth to a flame to the craziest people ever like the, the <laughs> craziest the most outrageous type of people those are the people that just they just gravitate towards me so I don't know I need to cleanse out my heart chakras <laughs> I gotta get my I got some extra stage if you want <laughs> listen hopefully somebody's watching this and it's like oh that one's cute oh that one's cute you never know <laughs> but you can leave all that cheating stuff if that's how you roll, you know, don't don't bother either of us. If that's yeah. not how you roll, uh-uh. hit me in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, always open. <laughs> Pretty much. I keep getting lit. This is random. But are you getting these um these DMs from women in the army? What? No. I keep it's been it's happened at least like seven times. I keep getting these messages on Instagram where it's different women 
and they are all in the army overseas fighting for for the United States. And um, they have like four pictures and just recently started their profile. I'm like, what ring did I get in? Like, what's up with my algorithm? My algorithm is messed up. Maybe you just like the American army and politics and then oh. LGBT stuff. And then they're just like, here. Oh, okay. Here's, here's these fake lesbian bots. Here you go. That's really funny. Oh I hope God. they're not real. Listen, you do coding. Fix my algorithm. I need oh, somebody with a job. Stuff. Oh my gosh, the algorithms that Mark Zuckerberg has created scares the shit out of me. Oh my God, we have to have like a whole nother episode about that because I don't even think people realize how serious it is. Like you have no control over or very Mm -hmm. little control over what you actually see in those feeds. And it's just brainwashing. I could be thinking about something and the next thing I know it's the ad on Instagram or Facebook and I get freaked out. Yes, absolutely. Do private browsing. That's what I do. Private browsing definitely works, even on your phone. Um, all right. What is disobedience? Oh my gosh. This one is Rachel Wise and Rachel McAdams. And okay. they're both f- from a very strict um, Jewish community. So they have to really hide um, who they are. And Rachel Wise, like, leaves the community to be, you know, who she is. And then she comes back because she still loves, or I think there was a death in the family. That's why she comes back. But she comes back and Rachel McAdams is married or is getting married. And they kind of have, like, a love affair. And there's, like, some crazy sex scenes. And they're, like, super hot. Damn cheaters. I know, right? She is married for then, girl. (sighs) wrong pressure I hate that pressure from like families and stuff yeah do you have that yeah oh my god my parents like bothering you like when are you gonna get married well they just they just want me to get a boyfriend to be honest every time my mom damn we're way off (laughs) yeah every time my mom has a family party she's just like oh how's your son doing my daughter and I just feel like I'm like cattle being sold (laughs) Oh my God, that is how Saving Face was. Her mom set her up on these mandatory dates that she had to go on just to appease her. Oh my gosh. And like, my mom knows, but she just like, you know, refuses to accept it. So every time I'm just like, you you know, I'm gay, right? Yeah. And you know what I'm realizing? 90% of the time, they know. They know. Or they've questioned or they've had some type of inclination or something it rarely comes out of totally left field like can't believe it you know usually they thought about it yeah my mom she asked me for like years if I was and then finally I told her and she was like no you're not (laughs) like so why were you asking (laughs) did your family ever ask you no no you're not she's like I've known you your whole life you're not oh my god okay Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know what my mom said to me? What? We'll, we'll find her together. Oh my god. I gosh. know, right? Shout out to Sandy. That was a pretty wow. boss ass moment for a parent. Like seriously. I love accepting parents. They 
they make me cry. Yeah. Cry and my like, dad was like, what'd your mom say? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <My> dad. <laughs> but acceptance. Hey, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah. All Good right. on you. What is, what's Carol? Or did oh you want to skip to one or I'll let you flow. Okay. The Carol, I think... I personally didn't like it, but I just know a lot of people really liked it. Um, it's kind of like, was it Loving Annabelle where it was like a, a teacher yeah. student? So she's not a teacher, but um, what's her name? Uh, she's, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. She's such a big star. She's been in a lot of movies with Sandra Bullock. Um, but anyway, she's the older woman and she falls in love with this younger woman and obviously the older woman has a like a family and she's on her husband with this younger girl again oh wow okay i don't find the the appeal calendar girls calendar girls i don't think i've watched it here (laughs) okay calendar girls that I don't even know why. For some reason, I'm thinking, oh, Helen Mirren. I don't know why Helen oh, Mirren is in my no. But I love her. For some reason. I feel like she's never even done a movie with Sandra Bullock before. Ocean, the, you know the female Ocean's 8? Oh, uh, McCarthy. No. What's, what's that lady's name? Something McCarthy, Sarah McCarthy or something like that. She was in Gilmore Girls. Oh no, but I love her. I'm talking. Oh, Kate Blanchett. That's her name. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Okay. okay. Right. Gotcha. Anyway, I just again, it was another movie about cheating and having a family and ruining your own family. You see how they want to portray us? Yeah. You see how they want to portray us? And I think that's another that's another excuse to just say, you know, because lesbians are traditionally just dismissed. It's yes. a fantasy for guys. Oh and, God, you know, it's like so an experimental much. thing for girls. Um, it's just, and we're all just promiscuous and we'll just sleep with anyone. And you can have us in your threesomes. And yeah, we're dying to be your unicorn. And just like yeah, all of those things. We break up relationships. We're always the bad guys. Right, we're the home records and stuff like that. And it's like, I mean, I can't speak for anyone else, but that's definitely never been my style. Like, I just yeah. never... Like who does that? Right, that's I, such bad karma. <laughs> like, it is. It's such terrible karma. It's yeah, like that. That stuff's coming back to you. Hell yeah, it's coming back. It, that's why you realize why you broke as hell the next year, or, <laughs> or you lost your apartment, or was evicted, or whatever. You know, ridiculous. All right, yeah. what else we got? Foxfire. I watched recently. That was. Angelina Jolie when she was young oh my god she's so hot and she like I I saw snippets of that yeah there's this one scene where she tattoos um a little fire on all all these girls tits and I'm just like okay that's cool but I think that's that's all I remember from that movie to be honest um Black Swan was also pretty good but then not that okay yeah I still have to see that I did hear about that it's more of a thriller than anything oh Jennifer's Body this this has been getting a lot of uh it's an old movie but it's been going around the internet a lot more because of the way that it was advertised when it first came out and 
because it was oriented to men and how they fetishized um, lesbians. So obviously it didn't do well because um, because the people that it was meant for didn't want to see it because of the way it was advertised. But really it was about female empowerment and things like that. Also, it was a really hot movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. A little soft porn. I'll take it. <laughs> A little sacrifice too, some demonic shit in that. Oh Lord, maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, I haven't watched too much, but basically any Kristen Stewart movie in the last four years, she's been doing as proud. They're more hey, I'm like drawing a blank on even who that is. Kristen Stewart, Twilight. Oh, oh, she's yeah. gay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, she came out. I, four years ago and but okay, she's, i'm so late i don't think a lot of people knew because most of the movies are like french indie movies yeah and, like and super i'm still trying to stuff. get over the fact that nisi uh nisi nash got married <laughs> that listen i talked about it on my show that broke my heart you yeah, understand like, i remember I, listening to it i was like oh my gosh she was really in love i'm just <laughs> like I didn't even know I had a chance. Not saying that I actually had a chance, but in my mind, I would have loved to have known that I had a chance when I'm like crushing on know. this person for years. The internet is years. big and wide, wide and there's like, things just happen. You, you did have a chance, I think. Right? I mean, I can get a fade. I can <laughs> trim all this up. Dang. But, all right. So, um little next one yeah have you ever read the book i i didn't finish the book i didn't finish any of those required readings that i was (laughs) supposed to do but i got good grades on all the reports um shout out to i'm not gonna lie notes in the book oh my god yeah i was just trying to remember the name yeah cliff notes oh my god every every shakespeare play i was like go to the library anymore but that was definitely my go-to um but who was gay in little women joe so yeah, Joe, it was implicit. Okay. I just, it was like she, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read the book either. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't watch the I mean, the I did movie. read a good bit of it. It is good. It's kind of clunky reading, but it was good. It kept me, you know, somewhat entertained. Well, oh, I'll add that to the giant list. You're of- never gonna read it. <laughs> no. Bitch, you don't have to lie to me. Yeah. I have like a ton of books by my bedside yeah. pretending like I'm going to read but, just, but really I just I, have my laptop I there my problem is I need to be more dedicated with that you know they say the most successful people they all read like actually spend yeah. time every single day reading and working out and they all most of them get up at like five in the morning so I'm like I know, read but like robots periodically I don't consistently read every day yeah, like if I if there's a book I really like, then I'll finish it in one day or two days. But I usually don't have time to read. Yeah. All right, I've never it, seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. I watch I've it every Halloween. It. Well, let me ask you: Have you ever seen The Color Purple? No. <laughs> Classic, you know, just like. <laughs> But I think it's like a, a cultural thing. I've never been in that situation where I was not forced to watch it, but everybody was going or, mm-hmm. you know, it always seems like that's how people kind of stumble on it. You know, everybody was, was watching it, it or. Yeah, I don't even think they screened it out my, at my school. Like I've heard people say, oh, I've seen that in college. 
is it like uh like something that you study in English class or something no just like because it's such a cult classic and it's typically like a cult classic in that age range like if you're gonna like it you probably have seen it in like your 20s or something like that so I know a lot of people have seen it in those college ages um and I know some of the theaters were actually like screen it again and that's but I've never heard of anyone like you know I I don't know I've just never run into people watching it um but I'm guessing it's amazing if it's a cult classic, it must be. You haven't seen it? <laughs> no. Oh my God, wait. I, wait, wait, Who? The Color Purple or The Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, The Rocky Horror Picture oh. Show. Yeah, no, I was talking about that. <laughs> no, The Color oh, Purple, yeah. they don't rescreen it in college. <laughs> yeah, I watch it every Halloween. It's like my ritual. I don't go out on Halloween. I just stay in and watch The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. I love all the cute songs. It's so catchy. Oh, oh that's why I haven't, that's probably why it's a musical. Oh, you don't like musicals? I'm going to break out a song, though. Like, that's why I couldn't even get into Empire. I'm like, no, we're not. No. It's, no. I'm not really into it either, but this this movie is good. It's yeah. like, you okay. know what it's about. It's super, like, cheesy and funny. And Susan Sheridan Young is, like, nice. Okay. All right. All right. And was there an actual lesbian couple in there? Or... Uh, like rent? No, no, I think it was more just like LGBT friendly okay. kind of. And we should have probably put rent on the list. That's like, oh yeah, like we're, we're terrible. We're getting seasoned lesbianism, definitely. <laughs> like we're failing this class. But there's just so many. I know. It's hard. I know. All right, let's have the shows. Oh, I know let's for have- sure that there's a lot. <laughs> on this list oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure somebody watching this is probably like man what the you forgot but listen we're doing the best that we can and this is this is what helped us you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. these are the things that helped us obviously the biggest show in you know the l word and then the real l word or the the l word um generation reality series what there was a okay I saw that there was a reality series, but I never watched it. Oh my God, you're going to love me. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome. It was not even close to being as good as like the show was because the show was scripted. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is. I have never been to LA. But from what I'm told, this is like a snippet. Like this is exactly how LA culture and lesbians, you know, are. Um it's like, it's the real world meets lesbians. Oh. Yeah. And it's called, it was called The Real L Word. And I think they had one in LA and another one somewhere else, or I can't remember. I think they had maybe like two or three seasons. Um, but what? yeah, very what? interesting. You have to see it. You have <laughs> My lesbian weekend is going to be spent watching that then. <laughs> But the L word, I mean, I had a lot of straight friends that watched the L word because it was just a great show. Yeah, but okay, don't don't kill me. I I stopped after season three. But I couldn't stand the cheating. <laughs> I get so upset because it's like what I see on TV and in real life and all the couples that I know. I just want a happy ending. You know, I'm a romantic. Thing, I want people to be happy. I think when you first, I know for me, when you first, first come out, 
And especially if you've kind of gone through that phase where you forced yourself to date guys, even though it was like awkward and uncomfortable and you never had like those butterflies. Yeah. Um, when you first come out, you're girl crazy. Like I know I was, I was girl crazy. It was all about like how many girls I could possibly get their number. And it's the first time I'm asking a girl for her number and, you know, like being all sad because I was rejected, but now I'm in front of my friends and I got to make sure I leave with five numbers, you know, like. Oh my God, you were confident. Well, I was drunk. (laughs) I was drunk as hell is what I was. But um, yeah, I had this group of guy friends right after college and I lived in Pennsylvania and we would go to bars and we would have like these little, um, I don't know, I, I don't want to say scams, but we had like these little games that we would play in the bar to get numbers. <laughs> and we, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to hell, but I <laughs> repent since then, you know? <laughs> And also I wasn't leading with the fact like, oh, I'm trying to be in a relationship with you. It was all very fun and just casual Mm -hmm. and, you know. Well, um, if it was just for fun, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. When you first come out, you're just like, oh my God. Like I wanted to, (laughs) one of my goals was I wanted to date a girl from every single race. Like just. No, for me. So basically I found like, I realized that I was gay or queer when I figured I had a crush on this girl in my class one of the only girls in my class uh, in university and I had just broken up with my boyfriend and I was doing this thing where I would help her with her assignments and send her like kind of cheat sheets and and things like that but I'm I'm pretty sure she was straight um and then I tried doing her homework yeah (laughs) as a nerd like Damn, how come I didn't have have a nerd hit on me in college? I was struggling. The hell? But yeah, and then there's this other girl from work who said she was straight, but then I heard at parties when she was drunk, she said she was bi, but then nothing really happened Damn (laughs) bisexuals. Yeah. Damn bisexuals. (laughs) But and then like, this was all in the span of like three months. And then all of a sudden I had a girlfriend. So I didn't really have a, like a big. Hey, you lucked out. You didn't have to wait too long. You know, that's pretty good. All right. South of nowhere. Oh yeah. That was cute. That was an awesome show. I wish they would have, I feel like, I wish they would just redo that again. Mm-hmm. Like that was such a good show. And I was way too old to be watching it. <laughs> it was like teenagers. I'm like in my late twenties. Um, but I just found that show. So it was good. Top to bottom. The humor parts were good. The drama mm-hmm. was good. The, the script, um, you know, just like their, the wordplay. Um, that was a solid show. I think we should start a petition that they should remake that. I think we should start the next real L word half in <laughs> Half in New Jersey slash PA and half in Canada where you're at. <laughs> it's you should just start following, you know, documenting. Well, it's COVID. There's not too much. Yeah, you I know, don't, my, my I'm not up too much right now. Yeah, me either. I literally just told my, my roommate, like, because this last year I was dating a lot, but right before yeah. COVID. And uh, yeah, I was like over it. So I told my roommate, I'm like, yeah, the next girl literally has to walk up to our door or because I'm not trying anymore. <laughs> it was too much drama. Come on, Grubhub. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> but that'd be pretty cool. I'd watch it. I'd watch your New Jersey, Elward. No, you wouldn't. Be I, like, would, I would. I would. What idiot doing? You're sitting on your bed again. Like, what the fuck? You don't do anything. <laughs> okay, maybe after COVID. After COVID. Yeah, after COVID. Um, I feel like. I mean, I'm sort of, kind of. You know, I always keep my my foot in the pond, but <laughs> um, it is. It's very difficult, and I feel like people are more awkward. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. Like I said, I mean, I'm like, I, I'm, I attract like the, the crazies, like the people who are like really unstable. I don't know. I mean, they seem great at first, but then, yes. you know, that's um, like, I hate that mirage. You're like, oh man, this girl seems so cool. And then like a couple dates later, you're just like, but. It's not, it's who are not you? I, like, yeah. where do they do that? Like, what made you? Um, who hurt you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's like, I think it's also an age thing. As you get older, you realize, and this is terrible to have to say, <clears throat> but by the time you're in your 30s, people have been put through everything. So it's just like, damn everybody's got eighteen thousand tons of baggage i mean i don't see that as a bad thing if you do like the work to get over things nobody. but nobody, nobody does that doing no work no no <laughs> not at all nobody's doing the work nobody's you know what is the work <laughs> like like energy I... cleansing and cleaning out your chakra and going to therapy and confronting your fears yeah like therapy confronting your fears figuring out why you acted the way you did or why yeah. they acted the way you did that kind of stuff I, I think, think I feel like everyone needs to go through AA everybody needs to go through AA because it's really just about helping you become the better version of you all around you know and it makes you list all the terrible stuff that you've done and make amends to people and also come to realization like I played a part in everything that happened to me, you know? What, could you go to AA even if like you're not? You, could, you can definitely go or you can just get their AA is, um, has a book. It's called The Big Book. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's called the Big Book of Alcohol. It's Alcoholics Anonymous. They call it the Big Book. And I'm telling you, if you read that book, it'll change your life. Totally okay, change your life. I think I will actually take make the time to read. Because I, like I told you, I, there was a time where I, I should have been going to AA, but I just didn't know the signs were there. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. So I was kind of forced to do my work because you just kind of have to do all of that. Um, but yeah, nobody's out here doing no work. <laughs> what? We're just blaming what if, everybody else. Hey, what if we find people that we like and then we just kind of mail them the book? <laughs> yes. Prerequisite. Yeah. All right. Queers folk, obviously. I, that's a classic. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No, baby Jesus. What? How? I have a, I guess I'm going to need a couple of weekends. We're taking your gay card away. That's it. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That is it. There is no, you have to redeem your gay card back. Listen, you okay, have, I have the rest of COVID. A couple of episodes 
of queers folk. It's only for the the sheer fact that it was like the first <clears throat> big gay thing that lasted for seven seasons or, or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody was, I know that's or anyone famous now from that show? No, probably not. I don't remember anybody. I mean, I do remember the two main characters. The main character was in other things. I don't remember what those other things were. And I don't remember seeing him in anything after that. Um, but it was definitely a world of its own. And I know a lot of pe- a lot of straight people at the time watched it just out of curiosity because it really was like the only content on at that time dude Um, I don't know because so I I watched Grey's Anatomy and I thought I was just curious about mm -hmm. Kelly Torres Uh uh-huh no (laughs) I think the little bit of curiosity means something that is true but I also do appreciate our straight allies yes, learning sure. a little more to become tolerant, you know, a lot, a yeah. lot more tolerant, you know, so, um, yeah, yeah she sure. was really cute, right? And now she's in some show where her head is shaved off on the sides and she looks totally different and it's like, not really my style, but, mm. you know, shout out to her. Um, what is the... Okay. Carmilla, this... This show, okay, this is a web series, and I found it when I first came out because I was just on YouTube, just devouring every gay shit that was on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's about. <laughs> it's we about, all did it. Yes. Honestly, that's that's why I. That's how you learn. Like, yeah. you you go through your entire life learning how to be straight. Like your yes. entire life is indoctrinated in straightness. So you do have to actually learn how to live your life in another way. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? You le- you start learning how to be yourself when, I don't know, like early 20s, late teens, or whenever you figure it out. Yeah. And you have so much catching up to do. Maybe that's why I'm so fucking awkward. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. It's like, I'm not femme enough for some, and I'm not gay enough for, or not like, Oh butch yeah. Enough, I hate that word, but butch enough for others. So it's like, you know, just one I, of those things. Like I don't like look the, the way my too. personality is. Like my physical doesn't match cuz you know, I would consider myself pretty aggressive, but my personality just or my look doesn't really, you know, tell you that. And I'm not going to like start sagging my jeans and <laughs> you know, like I'm not going to do all that just to yeah I I don't really like pay too much attention if like someone's like I don't know fam butch or whatever if you like if we get along then we get along yeah it is you know it is a thing though because if you do have a type you know yeah you do have some type um it takes a little bit in giving someone a real chance to get over that hump of not being attracted to the initial package yeah. And I'm definitely victim of that because all of the girls that, you know, are like the model looking girls, the, you know, the divas, those are the girls that I always go after. And those are the ones that are crazy <laughs> shit. Crazy. Because like, all the players have gone after them and I, like literally just wrung them dry and threw them through the mud. <laughs> but, but doesn't that mean that they give you more of a chance because... No, 
It just means that they bring all their past hurts into our relationship to the uh, point where it's like, that wasn't me, but I didn't do that. But I've never done anything like that. You know, uh, then I think for Christmas, I'm going to get you like, like a, a stock. Woman. Oh, I was just going to say a stock of a big book. <laughs> and like, you just hand those out to the girls. Yeah, I need like, I need a scroll of like all the rules. <laughs> and it just flows. That's what I need. But so Carmilla is about, okay, it's a, it's a vampire show, but it's so cute. It's like a short watch. I think you could probably get through it in like four hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was it? Like a Quibi? Like little? No, I think it's still oh, on YouTube. A TV show. Like a web series. I think it's a like the series. first okay. web series that I ever watched. Oh, um, okay. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Canadian. They even have a movie on Netflix now. Nice. Yeah. I love supporting web series. I'm like all yeah. about that. All about that independent, you know. Yeah. Just get you up, grab the, grab the cameras and do your thing. Yeah. It's like, it's what they really want to show. They don't sacrifice any of the story or any of their art or their vision. I think it, and oh my gosh, the nerve to do it without having a big company back you. That's Yeah. That's I would love to be in a web series. Yeah. I want to be I like, be so you fun. know, that like, I don't even know what I want to be, but I would love to be in a, I would love to be in a web series. That would be so cool. I'd watch it. I'd watch anything you're in. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. You're like, I've been watching your podcasts. Oh, I know. I've, you're, listen, like I said, I told you, I reached out to you because I was like, and it was like your second episode or like your first episode, I think. Right. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I reached out to you because I was like, yo, she's got something like I can just tell that your show is going to go far just because I don't know you can just tell with some people you know what I mean so I was like man I would love to do a co-show with her and look at us now I'm having so much fun and we're not even halfway through and meanwhile everyone else has like stopped watching (laughs) stopped watching this episode at this point like what the fuck She talks about politics. What the hell? What's this lesbian stuff? I didn't know she was gay. But isn't that great? You get to talk about like I love so it. many different aspects of your life. I've been dying to have a show about <clears throat> lesbianism, about, you know, anything gay, because I feel like I'm like one of those people that just so happen to be gay. I never like completely got engrossed in the culture. So I don't know a lot of the things. Like some of the stuff that we'll go over, which is like, you know, the different titles and things like that. Like I have just, when they said that, and this is terrible. When they said that gay people could get married, I was like, oh, one more thing. Like, great. Now we got to do that too. You know what I mean? Like I was not at all excited about any of that. You know, I thought it was like, you know, but of course I don't think that way anymore. I've matured and blossomed. Yeah, no, I, it was funny, actually, I was, um, I was in Florida with my parents when that came on the news in the States. And my parents, I didn't know at the time that I was queer, but my parents were so upset about it. And then I was having this big fight with my parents, because I'm like, I was like, almost crying, because I was just so upset. And I didn't understand why I'm like, these people just want to be happy. Why are you trying to ruin their happiness? Um, I guess I know now. (laughs) Mm-hmm. yep that was that little voice inside you know 
Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh, this next this next show is my absolute favorite show. You have to watch it. It's called Broad City. It's okay. about it started as a web series too, but then it got picked up by uh, a comedy Comedy Central, I think it was. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you heard of Alana Glazer. She's a comedian. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's her show, and she's I believe either pan or, or bisexual in this show and it's just so their comedy is on point and the way that they just are so normal about um women loving like women sexuality. now what's yeah. the difference between is this one of the things we're going over pansexual yeah i okay, believe it's on right. there so we'll save that we'll save that um all right broad city i'll make sure that actually sounds pretty interesting i i always like stuff where it's like it was taken from one platform and put on another. That's mm-hmm. how you know. You know, it was good. that's how you know it's some gold. And this this next one, I've definitely seen a bunch of episodes <laughs> and I'm still watching it because I really? was watching it. Yeah, I was watching it when it was on WB or UPN or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um totally stopped watching it because I, you know, I'm a cord cutter. Like I don't do any of yeah. the cable or anything like that. So, um, but now I'm catching up on it on Netflix. This this show, basically, apart from the other, the girl from university, this show I was watching at the same time and Lexa and Clark just made me realize like, oh yeah, I am definitely into women. Okay, gotcha. All right. That's a special show for you, but I'm still- Yes, it's called I'm The still 100. Pissed. Oh, yeah. And it is currently on Netflix. Definitely binge watch it. Give it a chance. It's one of those like post-apocalyptic type of style shows Mm -hmm. where it's like we got to save humanity. And, you know, um, there's all kinds of crazy weird things that happen. But it's it's actually really interesting. Um, I was surprised that I even got into it because it took a lot for me to even start watching The Walking Dead. So these like post-apocalyptic, I've slowly been getting more into it as it's slowly becoming reality in real life. (laughs) So it's like, damn, I need to know what I need. (laughs) Yeah, we got to be prepared. We got to take notes when we're watching these. Listen, listen, at least you're in Canada. Okay. I have to worry about Trump. Oh, and I told you my couch is open. (laughs) They're not letting me in. True. Wait, what's your prime minute? Trudeau? Trudeau. Yeah, Trudeau. Trudeau said, hell no. No, <laughs> none of y'all can come in because you can't get your shit together. No, they close. Key, there's they a close. hack. If you say Listen, it's for business. I will climb mountains. <laughs> lift myself. <laughs> I will like swim. <laughs> and you we'll know, just like, say it's for work. And I think I think that's the only loophole. I'm down. I am down. You know, listen, one of the first things I think a lot of Americans did when he first won was um, actually it was on the news. The Google search for uh, moving to Canada with fucking up the roof. Everybody wanted to jump ship. And I did realize that the only way in is like getting a job or something like that. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, they ain't going to want me. What the hell am I going to do over there? No, I think. No, we're always looking for. professionals i remember learning when i was in in high school i'm a ball of fun (laughs) let me know but yeah no i definitely i have been dying to come to canada for a very long time um so yes at some point we definitely have to meet up maybe we could do a second podcast or something like that um by then we'll have thousands of viewers and 
subscribers and yes. things like that. And you know, you might be too good for me by then. What? No, you. Sure. <laughs> yeah, all, all three of my listeners. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just walk on the street. I'll be like, I'm looking for the host of Gay Monologues. Take me to her. Like, <laughs> this is a Disney World. Like, you can't. I, know, I don't even I just, know what to say. There's, I know. I just like, don't mind me. All right. So I've never seen Glee. What? Never. Well, I've seen snippets, but I've never actually watched an entire episode. Um, again, I did in the musicals. Either. As soon as somebody's like talking, where they're like, "Listen, Bob, we really got to get into this." And, out i'm done like i'm also i'm also very skeptical of musicals so it has to be a really really good musical and this was really good yeah. and the love story between santana and i can't remember britney britney and santana was just adorable and yeah. i think i mean i think you just get by by just watching all their scenes i don't think you have to watch <laughs> the whole thing i think a lot of us have done that yeah. even with like Grey's anatomy i'm like yes where's Ka- oh kelly <laughs> what, that was her name, right? I Cal- can't. Be- yeah, Liopy, I yeah. can't believe Callie and uh, uh, is there any more lesbians on the show? <laughs> no, but I know the woman who uh, was the main character's <clears throat> best friend is now on Killing Eve, and that's like a weird lesbian yes. dynamic. Oh my god, that's my favorite show. That's that's two two shows down the list. Oh my uh, god. Oh no. <laughs> But Killing okay. Eve is a that is an awesome show. I cannot wait yeah. for it to come back. Sandra O oh is the bomb. Like she is. Oh just my gosh. So good. And Jodie Cormer. Oh. Whoever that girl is. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen her in anything before, but she is dope. Like she's so psychotic. She reminds me of that that lady that played in um uh darn. It's not called Black Mirror. It was called Black Orphan. Or orphan, oh, orphan black. black. Orphan oh my black. god, Tatiana Maslany. I love her too. That, like, oh my god, just real good acting. Where it's like that psychotic, you know, like oh, so. Oh, I can't believe we forgot show. to put that on here too. Black, uh, orphan black. <laughs> I know, I know. Damn, we did forget to put that. All right, um, let's let's uh, let's go to the next one. Oh, skins. What this? This was like a UK show, okay. um, but I remember watching it, and I was just. When this, when I first came out and uh, the the lesbian couple was just the cutest and you didn't you didn't see it coming and then they came out years later with like a limited series I think it was, I believe it was like four episodes and they killed one of the lesbians in the couples so I was like what kind of what, what's the theme of the show like what genre it's like a teenage drama kind of show okay. there's a lot of damn how she died. She had her whole she life ahead of her. Well, this in the extended series, they were in their adulthood, but the, oh, okay. the show itself is about like teenagers in the UK and they bring to light like drug problems and mental health issues. It was a really, really good show for like teenagers and things like that. I actually would rewatch it. Kind of like South of Nowhere. That was very yeah. teenager-ish. I think, yeah, like the same kind of vibe as South of Nowhere. That All was a right. good show. Okay, back to Killing Eve. Yeah, we mentioned Killing Eve. Um, It's a dope show. It's like a a crime. Um, Like they're on the hunt for this serial killer who's a woman. And um, there's this weird dynamic between Sandra Oh, one of the the prime detective um, and the suspect. And it's, it's, I don't even know how to really describe it other than like, 
it's really good regardless of whether you're gay or not yeah this like it's insane the kind of story that they come up with like like hands to the to the writers I think the the character that I feel the worst for on that show is the husband like he just deals with so much of her shit oh my god but that's also another thing if they always they always portray the husband as kind of like this poor guy that gets dumped for another girl yeah and the thing is is like is that accurate I really don't know anyone's story like that like they were married and she was sneaking around with someone and then they went to the other person and I guess that would be kind of sad because I'm sure like there's like a lot of like homophobic and their family and force them yeah. to get married and then later on they just can't live like a life for that long so I I understand it in a way but also I'm sure you know they all end up happy in the end I'm sure the husband finds somebody else just just not in killing Eve but sure sure just take his wife away yeah you'll find yeah. somebody else guy I don't feel bad for you <laughs> that's how Damn. I like to think about it that sucks all right, so what do we have next? So I think we already touched on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah, we had Grey's Anatomy a bunch of times. Winona Earp, I think, is also another Canadian show. I don't know if you've heard about it. Winona um, Earp? I just, E-A-R-P. honestly, yeah. There was a scene on Tumblr that I had watched where this girl walks into a bar, and it's like a western theme kind of show. She walks yeah. into the bar, and um, this hot police woman accidentally like lifts up her shirt too much because she's stuck in her sweater type thing like Tina Fey and Mean Girls kind of type stuff and it was just very steamy and it caught my attention so I started watching it and that couple is actually so cute Uh, other than that it's just another like post-apocalyptic uh supernatural type show would you date a cop yeah oh my god yeah oh hell no (laughs) but if okay this is i know this is a sensitive topic but it's like oh not even like in regards to that you you wouldn't if they were like a good a good person you know what they i've always knew or i've always kind of been told about cops growing up they have some of the highest alcoholism rates they have some of the highest domestic abuse um, rates. Uh, I think like behind uh, military. Um, it's just, it's such a crazy job that it literally Fs you up. And, you know, usually you're going to act fine around work and take out your tensions at home. But I wonder so. if that's different between female and male police. Bitches are worse. Like. <laughs> oh man you're like whoa i didn't know we were cursing on this show sorry i just been swearing this whole time i was oh, like okay. oh my allowed good, good see i don't even hear it anymore it's like just a part of who i am um yeah, <laughs> yeah um i don't know i would think that see i like like sweet and soft and genuine and nice and i'm usually like more of the rough one you know like i just like you know and i just i can't see that in a cop but i'm sure i'm totally wrong i'm sure there's thousands of cops women cops that are like that 
Um, it's just, they always just seem so like, you know, they're trying to keep up with the boys, which I get, mm-hmm. but oh, you know, man. they're real I... like, and, oh, I, I totally and also that. they seem to be, well, I don't want to categorize, but it's like that kind of like that something to prove type of thing, you no, know, so but it's like, like, you gotta be the extra one. So I, I'm in a field where it's like, uh, male dominated like the STEM field right and oh my god the imposter syndrome is uh, like you just gotta keep up with them you feel like you have to one-up them because they're trying to one-up you and you just feel like you have to keep them. this is why I went into freelancing I I hate that shit me too me too that is why I totally like got out of corporate and started doing like nonprofit work and you know doing um things on the side to set up to set myself up so mm-hmm, yeah. hopefully eventually, you know, I'm the only one signing my checks and things like yeah. that, you know? Yeah, that's um, that's my plan too. It's just like a slow build, but you know, we'll get there. It's We're worth it. There. I think, you know what? I think like, do you get that where your family's like, what are you doing that you should be like? <laughs> today, today, I had one of my family members, mind you, I live with them, okay? I live with them every day asked me about like very general details about my job again, because I work from home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm always on my laptop. So nobody really knows like, like, yo, what, what do you actually do? Are you, do you really have a job? It's kind of like Martin. Have you ever seen Martin? The Martin show? Oh my God. American or, you know, it's like an American classic um, Martin. And one of the characters, he, said he was always going to work but nobody knew what the hell he actually did and anytime they asked him it was always like this damn weird story like you know man i got a job (laughs) that type of thing so i almost felt like i was doing that and i swear to god i really have like a real job that's paying me money i don't know how you do it because every time i visit my parents they talk they they ask me the same kind of stuff and like ask me the kind of stuff i'm doing i just like i laugh because i think it's (laughs) I think it's awesome in a way. And also it's kind of a, people are used to seeing you go out and work. Mm-hmm. And also depending on the generation, act like physical type of work. You're moving your body in some way, you're lifting something up, you're doing this or doing that. Um, you know, I've always pretty much had office jobs and stuff, you know, so um, yeah, no, people have no idea what I actually do. No I think yeah you're right it is funny because people ask you you just don't know what to say and it's just <laughs> I'm just like yeah you know I do x y and z and they're just like they pay you for that <laughs> they you actually get paid like good money yeah I make good money have you ever known me not to like be fine have I asked you for money <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I think that that I think, you know what, in like a couple years, we're the ones that's going to be laughing. Absolutely. And also, the ones- I, think, I think a lot of people are not going to be going back to the office. Yeah, for sure. I'm not. If I have an option to work from home and go into an office, you can save that electricity. You don't need to turn the lights on in mine. You know, you don't. I think offices here are still closed or closed again. Yeah. And also from a business standpoint, it makes perfect sense. You know, you just have to figure out ways to monitor uh, productivity. If productivity is still fine or increasing what they say, people are more happy 
working from home, not everybody, but they say uh, productivity actually increases when you work from home in a lot of situations. So yeah, and rent is so expensive. Why wouldn't they just use that money, give everybody a computer, the things that they need, and then let them work from home? They don't even have to worry about like coffee and like all yeah. that other. Like, and also, others. especially in America, it's much better to be a 1099. I don't know why more um, employers don't just 1099. A 1099 means you're a self-contractor. So you're your own little business. So rather than you taking taxes out of each pay stub, I handle my taxes and you cut me a 1099 at the end of the year. Basically, all that says is I can now write off my cell phone. I can now write my car off. I'm a business. Yeah, so I that's can write awesome. all, all these things off that I couldn't when I was an employee. That's why the wealth gap is so crazy here, because they kill you when you're a pay stub employee. They murder you. And just being a self-contractor, a uh, self-employed rather, a contractor self-employed, um, it's a totally different ballgame. And it could be the same exact work. It's insane. That yeah, that's crazy. How do and you, you get guys to do it there? Honestly. <laughs> are you are they cutting you a check and taking your taxes out, or are they cutting you a check and saying you need to handle that with the Department of Tax? My mom is an accountant and I just oh, give her lucky. all my oh, I just give her all my on, stuff. Cheating. And then she just like there. and then she'll just text me how much I'm getting back and I'm like, okay, thanks. Exactly. So you're getting the best of the best of the best. Mom has yeah. a whole tax plan for you. Like yeah. yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. I oh my God. I tried to handle my own tax stuff the other day because my mom wanted some kind of information. And I called um social insurances because I couldn't log in they were saying that my date of birth didn't match I was like freaking out I'm like I know when my date of birth is blow and I go I I go through all these different phone calls like I'm scared that my identity has been like taken somebody's fucking up my credit yeah but really, me I'm I, trying to get the fucking Canada like what the hell why are you trying to blow up my spot but actually um I accidentally was using my sister's social insurance number and that's why I couldn't log in. And that's why none of my information matched. Nothing happened. I, I just couldn't log in. But then I just spent four hours on the phone trying to figure out if and somebody stole my identity. A <laughs> I didn't use it. I was just trying to log in. And yeah, I called my sister. She thought it was really funny. I'm... No hers. <laughs> I don't, I barely know mine. I know I had a, okay, this is really bad. I, for some reason, have a picture of her SIN number on my phone. And I, I know, like, I heard that you're not supposed to carry around your SIN card because, like, in case somebody steals it. So you I hear this, sis? <laughs> Do you hear this? Your social security number is out here flowing around because your little sister, little sister, <laughs> big sister. Big sister. It's your big sister? I think she wanted a picture of it or something because I was at my mm. parents' house and she didn't have mm. it. So I sent mm. it to her. Mm. Okay. To These anybody. can't be trusted. You see that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Any hackers out there, I've deleted the pictures. There's nothing, there's nothing to find. I know, right? I know. I know. Oh my God. Have you ever seen those videos where people accidentally like show their credit cards and like next thing you know in the comments, their credit limit has been breached and all these oh, people have wow. yeah. 
people are on it on the I've internet. never, yeah, no, I've never even come close to doing anything like that. But that seemed like something I would probably do by mistake. Yeah. Um, I think terrifying. I almost accidentally did that too because I was like recording something and I was I had my credit card on my desk and I was just playing with it and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't wow. do that. Wow. You know what? I feel like you needed to tell me that. For some reason, I'm just getting like a feeling about that. All right, we're we're like so <laughs> off. Topic. I'm like, oh my god! So tell me, like, uh... yeah. I, let me just talk about how irresponsible I am. I'm not a great adult. <laughs> I know. Listen, adulting is hard. Yeah, it truly is. All right. Um. Oh, this one, Teenage Bounty Hunters. This just came out on Netflix. I heard and... about it, but I haven't oh, seen it. Oh my god, it's so good. They like. They make, I guess, just being a good person look cool. They talk about how smoking is bad and you shouldn't do that. They tell, they even tell a pastor or the priest in the church not to do it. And they're like in like Christianity club and stuff. And they're just like really wholesome, good people that yeah. hunt, um, I guess, criminals and are um, lesbian and allies. Mm. Yeah. I would watch it again. I'm so upset that they canceled it and there won't oh, be a season Oh, wow. Two. So one season or two seasons? Just one. Okay. All right. So watch Teenage Bounty Hunters. Yeah, that's definitely a must. And then obviously RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. I yes. have seen several episodes. I've never watched an entire season. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's Have so you, good. Do you There's follow so it funny. like every? Um, so I started at season eight and I fell in love with the show. So I watched every season before that. And then I kind of stopped for a while. And only recently I started watching it again because my sister wanted to watch it with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I fucking love the show. Yeah. You know what? I think I do know why. I because I'm not so girly, the clothes and all that stuff just don't. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like um, that Tyra show, Top Model. Oh, yeah. I never really truly got into that because that's just not my world. Now, if they were playing some video games or something like that or smoking weed, I'd be like. Yeah, I guess we I everything. do really like it. Oh, they have. Oh, I was, was going to say they have musicals, but you hate that too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this show is for you. No, not at all. But I wish it was, you know, that's one of the, see, I've always had like an issue getting gay guy friends. Like it's hard to keep lesbian friends because I'm a lesbian and eventually. Yeah. Oh my God. Especially, you know, when you're around each other, it's just like one day you're like, "Eh." (laughs) yes, guilty. (laughs) Guilty. So, um, and then gay guys they don't really like me. Not that they don't like me, but they never really vibe with me because Mm -hmm. I am not of the same, we don't have the same topics. Like I want to talk about, you know, um, homestead rehab and how they like (laughs) built this house. And can you believe they have like sustainable blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're doing all this. And, you know, it's more like I did get one compliment from a gay guy that I always remembered. And it always like, I felt like I was on cloud nine. He was like, Girl, your skin is popping. I felt good for like a week. That's like the power of a gay man. 
Yeah, I actually one time, Pride, I think two years ago, I was with a friend and we were watching a drag show at a drag bar and literally the drag queen, we were standing in the front, she stopped her show and she looked down at my friend and was like, your skin is amazing, you look beautiful. I was like, oh my God. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. I do want some gay guy friends. Me you know, too. Hey guys, I, I, be just friends don't, with me. I, I just don't know enough uh, gay guys, I think. I know. I, I, I need to like get in that circle, you know? They're always in the mix. They know what's going on. Yeah. You know? Lesbians, we don't we don't have as many things as they do. Like the if there's three gay bars, there's maybe one lesbian bar. Oh you know, my gosh, it's always yeah. it's always like an afterthought. Thank you for listening to Spicy Pecan Podcast. This is a wonderful new media production.